All right. Welcome to Save Park Golf Podcast. It has been a few weeks since anybody has heard my voice other than the people in person, which is kind of weird to say at this point. Um, Derek's not here. Derek is still pooped, and I think he's a little tired of me, so he's getting a break this week. But we definitely wanted to recap the shindig week we had. So I'm joined with Jordan from Odin, as always. Um, Jordan was nice enough to help us plan this wonderful event that everybody had a blast at. Showed us around downtown San Francisco. Um, showed us his parents' wonderful home and introduced us. And it's still one of those things I look back on and I still can't believe we did it. Um, not the fact that we did a tournament, but just the fact that we got everybody together. We met everybody. Uh, some of us even partied, which was kind of surreal as well. Um, has it kind of hit you yet that like we flew out there, we hung out for a week, and we had the time of our lives? Well, I was going to say... You know, we just bought the shindigweddingplanning.com domain. So if anyone out there needs a wedding planner, we'll give you a discount. And we actually have a shindig discount code card. So, uh, yeah, it is surreal. It's kind of an out-of-body experience. I mean, we I met you and Derek two years ago, probably, something like that. And we finally met in person. You met a lot of the community that flew in from SoCal. We had, you know, Brendan and Bry from the Duffin Up crew fly out from Boston. It's incredible that people flew out. And I think everyone was just chopping at the bit because we've known each other in a lot of cases, like very good friends. It's like the old AOL, you know, AIM days or gamer tags from, you know, PlayStation or Sega. Uh Although we're dating ourselves there, maybe a little bit past it. Diablo, uh, Baldur's Gate. Sega. Yeah, that's that's uh, had, that must. Be. Yeah, I never had AOL then, or AIM either. Okay, so um, my my uh, my references are just out the window here. Oh, um, I know what they are, but like, yeah, I never, I didn't experience that. It was, it was, it was a time. Uh, I mean, what what did you? What was your junior high? you know, the chat room. So I never had, so here we call junior high middle school. Um, So that was grades like six through eight was middle school. I never really had one. That was kind of like the rise of Facebook for us anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, But like, yeah, a lot of my friends, we would just go hang out and talk. But mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. I didn't really have like, a smartphone until high school that's kind of when they started to become like the popping thing and mm-hmm. then yeah it just kind of took off we're all just dming each other but yeah no you're absolutely right a lot of us did know each other for a long time um i think beard said it best the first time we met beard we were playing was it shrunken gardens the he goes man it feels like i've known you my entire life and i was like dude social media is crazy it really is and we were joking earlier you you guys flew out and we had all these plans to play like a couple rounds of golf a day and we only played around together at at shrunken gardens and sleepy sunnyvale which which was a ton of fun and our uh, our favorite twilight shift with with beard and and big derek and and bry uh from the local odin crew so it was great and i think just people 
had a magical experience the whole weekend and i think it was a love fest it was just it it checked all the boxes a lot of people like you guys you flew out it was not only for the shindig but also part holidays so you guys were able like the giants game and alcatraz and seeing the golden gate with the mist taking some epic epic picks yeah that was it it was still so surreal because I think I've said it before, but this whole thing was like a bucket list thing for me. Like I've always wanted to go to San Francisco. I've always wanted to see Alcatraz. I've always wanted to see the Golden Gate. Um, so for me, it was very, uh, um, for lack of a better word, uh, romantic. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and I know you're like, Dom, I'm so sorry. It's foggy. And I was like, shut up. I wanted this. I wanted the experience. I wanted the mist. I wanted everything that San Francisco was. Um and for the most part, we got it. I mean, the weather was beautiful. You said as soon as we left, it rained. So go me on the timing. Um, yeah, I mean, really, it was great. Like, yeah, we did only play one round together, but Beard and I, plus Derek and Brendan, played Half Moon Bay. And that was probably, it's probably going to be one of my favorite rounds of golf I've ever played. I didn't shoot very well, but just the experience with them and getting talked to Beard the whole day was super fun. Um, the Giants game was beautiful. Beard played, uh, like show. No, uh, he was a tour guide for us and Juju Mm -hmm. was there as well. So they were so happy to show Mm -hmm. us around. Um, it's still a little surreal to me, but I can't wait to do the next one and hopefully it gets better and better, but Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I'm excited to recap it for everybody who couldn't be there. And for everybody who was there, I hope it does bring back kind of those warm, fuzzy feelings of meeting everybody again. Definitely. And even as a starter, just knowing the behind the scenes, you know, half jokingly about the wedding planning, you know, planning some massive event. We do, you know, for Odin, we have our community events, which are like mini weddings. And this was a wedding on steroids from the planning and all the behind the scenes, the non-sexy stuff, 99% of it. We looked at probably, would you say eight or 10 different places around the country for where we're going to, where we're going to do the shindig. And obviously we ended up on, on, on the Bay area. And I, and I, like you said, it couldn't have been a better place to start because for you and Derek, the history of wanting to go there and, so the planning of it, I mean, we looked at Arizona, we looked at Florida, we looked at SoCal. It was it was kind of a, a long process, a 10-month process in a way, finding, you know, we 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 came back to you know, kind of the home turf of the Bay Area for, for Odin. Yeah, a lot of people don't know, like I'm sure a lot of people know we worked hard, but I don't think a lot of people know the the extent that this was. I mean, the first what two or three months we were pretty convinced this was going to be in arizona and Mm -hmm. and then we just kept hitting dead end after dead end after dead end and then we were like well why don't we switch it you know why don't we go local why don't we do the bay area uh for me that was a little bit more comforting because we've developed relationships with people out there where it's like worst case scenario if the tournament sucks we can still hang out with people it's going to be a good time for us but i didn't think the tournament would ever suck yeah, we had some weird little issues, but that wasn't our fault. But excuse me. I don't think I ever burped either. Ooh. Um yeah, I going 
I don't think we could do any better going back to the Bay Area and just all the familiar faces. Definitely. I, I think Arizona, I mean, all the places we look, Arizona, I think we looked in Florida, we looked in LA, we looked at a lot of different places, which we probably, you know, we want to take Shindig on the road, you know, a la Lollapalooza and Coachella. That I think that's part of our vision, which we get into. But it was like a, like a Shindig world tour. Shindig world tour and obviously with our, our concert tees and hoodies, you know, paying homage to to the music scene. And actually, you're the one that incubated that with the the classic uh, 80s hair metal concert that you went to. Yeah. So a good friend of mine and I went to a uh, concert here in Minnesota. It was at U.S. Bank and it was uh, Joan Jett, Poison, Molly Crew and Def Leppard. And I remember we were having our, it felt like a weekly meeting, but it was really like bi-weekly or whenever we needed it, we were having a meeting. And I don't remember who said, hey, should we do shirts? And I was like, well, hey, why don't we do like a concert tea? Everybody loves music. Everybody loves a concert. And to me, this was so much more than a tournament or a shindig. It felt like a concert where everybody was just having a good time. You know, there was the main act being the shindig, but then there are all these other little groups within it. So um, it was my idea. I can't take full credit, though, because Big Phil did a fantastic job making the design and getting the graphics set up. Um, I'm wearing actually I'm wearing the hoodie. Hell yeah, there we go. You know, you got to represent when you can. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I. I really think they turned out great. Um, And yeah, then from that sprouted hats, shirts, uh, Brian from Duffin up on a crew neck. So, bam, we got him a crew neck. Um, seeing him wear the crew neck to me was another like surreal experience. I was like, dude, we designed that and now somebody's wearing it. So that was super cool. Yeah, he was eat sleep crew neck. He he's you know, the whole weekend he was in that thing pretty much, except the round. I told him, I was like, I was like, dude, you told us you wanted a crew neck, so we did crew necks. He goes, I don't know why you guys listen to me. I was like, because it's it was a good idea. And really it wasn't <laughs> much more work. Um, he said, I'm aware of, uh, but he was, yeah, I don't know why my voice is so much volume. I was like, shut up, take your crew neck and love it. So yeah, I, every time I saw him, he had that crew neck on. He was, he was just ecstatic the whole weekend. He was also letting loose a little bit, which we were happy to see. A lot of people were on holiday. They're, they're grinding it out and working. And this was kind of a let loose weekend. Luke is another example uh, you know, being in the Marines and just having a, an, an, an immensely difficult schedule and a, a hell of a career that uh, he was able to fly up here from San Diego, which was very cool. Yeah, Luke was like, dude, I don't know if I can make it and just kind of through keeping him in the loop of things. He goes, OK, I'm in. I got the time off. I booked the flight. I was like, sick. Stay yeah. with us in the Airbnb. He's like, are you sure? I was like, yes, yeah, so it'll be cheaper. You have the time of your life. Um, we had never really met Luke and obviously on the pod, he was sitting down. So when he stood up, I was like, Oh my God, dude's a brick house. Um, yeah. my favorite thing with Luke and it wasn't even Luke. It was after the shindig. It was, I was at the table with Luke. Um, I think Derek was there for a little bit, but then it was with Devin and then Devin's crew. 
Devin's like, dude, you got to get him on the pod. I was like, he's been on the pod. That's how we know each other. Mm-hmm. He goes, what? I was like, yeah, he's been on the pod. He goes, well, where's the video? I was like, that was before we were doing YouTube and everything, blah, blah, blah. And he goes, are you lying to me? I was like, no, he's been on the pod. So it was one of those things where it's just like, that's how I met Luke was on the podcast. We had him on. Uh, this is Luke from Back Blast Golf. Don't know if I said it, but fantastic guy. Killer mustache. Oh, unreal. Unreal. It it almost feels like he's not a real person. Like he talks to you and his mannerisms. You're like, the dude's like a legend, just like walking around. I loved his uh, Jack in the Box taco. What did he call it? Uh, Dog food in a manila envelope. Yep. He said it's a dog food in a deep fried manila envelope with a piece (laughs) of cheese. He's an in- incredible character. I-, I wish he had stayed longer. I, I think oh, it- it- we so we would have gotten into some mischievous things with him. That's kind of why I'm happy he left because, yeah, I don't know what would have happened. <laughs> but I- I'm sure Beard funny- would agree with that. Oh, for sure. I have a funny story about Brian, actually. So Friday night, we were all out drinking, you know, what it's what we do. I think this was our second stop, and he and I were were feeling it pretty good he goes mm-hmm. dom you gotta go check out this bathroom and i was like i could go pee like why not i'll, I'll go and we're sitting there he goes dude look at it in here i'm like brian it's it, it's a bathroom and he goes just you wait we walk out the door and he goes there's stairs i was like where do the stairs go he goes follow me and lo and behold there's like a whole nother like bar upstairs that does like live shows and music or whatever and the lady kind of looks at us like what the hell are you doing as i've got a drink in my hand and brian's like pointing at all the lights i was like we should probably get back downstairs (laughs) which one was this at? was this uh near san pedro yeah it was at the um the irish place oh flatteries oh flaherty's yeah oh flaherty's yeah yeah, apparently upstairs they do like some kind of live show or whatever. And the lady kind of looked at us like, you two don't belong here. And I was like, I feel like yeah. I don't belong here. Couple, couple Rita's deep. I only had one Rita. But then people kept handing me high noons. Because mm-hmm. that's all. So Luke doesn't drink beer or anything. He only drinks seltzers. I did not know that going into this week. Um and yeah, I never saw him with a beer. It's only seltzers. And he goes, I bought an extra one. And I was like, I'll take them for the team. I'll drink it. And then he just keeps buying extras and giving them to me. And then we get to the next spot. And Brian's like, Dom, you're not paying for anything tonight. I got you. So we're drinking more of the high noons. <laughs> and it was just, yeah. Seeing everybody let loose was super fun. I watched Beard on the dance floor, which was a whole experience. Um, and then seeing Brian just giggle all night was worth it. See, I I had no idea. I I was I, I, Patricia Callahan shout out. Uh, yesterday said that you guys went dancing at the end. I had no idea. Yeah, I think I think it's called the Brit. Hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I've never been there. I, I'm new to all this. That's a beard um, special. That's what it sounds like. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Everyone. All I remember is Patricia kept yelling, Dom. Prom pictures. I was like, what do you mean? Like, I didn't go to prom. Like, what are you talking about? And 
she just ch- kept trying to get nice pictures with people. But every picture I was in with her, somehow Beard was like screwing it up a little bit. And it was to me, that's what made the entire night was just the fun, the energy. Um, when we left to get in the Uber, it sounds like Derek had asked Luke if he wanted to come with. And Luke said, no, I'll go back with whoever. So we left and we're on our way back in the Uber and Beard's like, hey, you left Luke. And we're like, no, we didn't. Luke said he's coming back later. And he goes, oh, well, then Luke's waiting outside for somebody. And I was like, well, it ain't us. So we got back and he goes, we drinking still? And I was like, I guess. So just little moments like that. I was like, this is awesome. Like just seeing everybody. Yeah. It's great that I think the four of us planning it, our goal was not only the golf is great, but as we always say, it's about getting the band together. And this was something a little bit bigger because we had known each other. There was history, but the amount of satellite events that happened. I mean, you guys flew in Wednesday, Wednesday night, and then we went to the city on Thursday and then we did the the twilight shift round. And it just from there till you guys left on Tuesday was nonstop. And it was just incredible to see all the groups just put stuff together. Uh, and that was that was really our, our one of our original goals, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we flew in Wednesday. We left Minneapolis around noon. Um, I think our flight out was at 1145. Um, I think we were in SFO probably around five-ish. And that's kind of where the adventure started. Derek had rented the car and we were one of the four rental places not attached to SFO. So now we have to figure out how we get our suitcases and our golf clubs to the rental car. And mind you, I don't travel light. I had to bring a bunch of stuff that we had to use. So each bag I have is close to 50 pounds and I'm just like lugging them around, not having a good time. And we finally get there, we get the car. And then that's adventure number two is we're like, oh, cool. We'll get a sedan. And then they're like, hey, you want a challenger? And I could see Derek's face go, oh, he lit up like like a fucking Christmas tree. Yeah. He's like, I'm like, Derek, we can't fit everything in a challenger. Like, as fun as it would be for the week, we can't fit two golf bags, two suitcases, and then eventually shindig stuff in Jordan. There's no way. And he goes, you're right. So we ended up getting a a forerunner, which was honestly perfect for everything we needed Mm -hmm. to do. Um, Get to the crib. We pulled up. We're like, are we in the ghetto? And then... That was a whole nother thing, but we get there and we're just like, what do we do straight to target? Mm-hmm. I was like, I feel like I'm at home. Um, and then we we went back and made a pizza. It was late. We just ate it and went to bed. And then the next morning was Thursday, correct? Yes. That is when we met you for the first time. And... We pull up to this house and we're like, are we in the right place? And then we just see Jordan stand up and wave. I was like, we're in the right place. That's it. And it it just like just clicked. So that was kind of when it first got real for me. Because I mean, I could have dreams and be like, oh, I'm in Florida, you know, no big deal. But 
when you start to meet somebody you've talked to for almost two years, probably a little bit longer at this point, it's just like, it's a flood of emotions. Mm -hmm. It really was. And then we went to the golden gate. When you got there, did you expect it to be bigger? Was it the size you expected? What, what, what did you and Derek think about it? So I guess you couldn't see me cause you were in the back. Um, mm -hmm. I was like, Oh my God. So I knew it'd be a big bridge, right? Everybody says it's big. Obviously there's all sorts of history and stuff about it. Driving over it. I was like, Oh my God, it's way bigger than I thought. Um, the Bay bridge is bigger than I thought it was. Holy smokes. We didn't go over it, but I, I looked at it from across the Bay. Mm -hmm. It goes through an Island. Mm -hmm. Treasure Island. Yeah. I was like, what in the world? But yeah, going up that that road to that viewpoint you took us to like it just like the anticipation i mean just built up the photographer and me was like oh my god i'm so excited and i could have sat there all day and just looked at it it was we don't have anything like that here in minnesota like i can't think of anything that's like that other than like the great lakes those are overwhelming to look at um, to me, it's kind of what the Golden Gate was, and I had always wanted to see it. So it was super cool to just like check it off my bucket list. Um, and then we took a picture in front of it. And I don't know if I told you, but I found like a little picture frame and it has the Golden Gate and then the picture sits on the gold and on the bridge, basically. So I'm going to get that developed of us three and put it on my desk with the little, it's like a six inch Golden Gate bridge that holds a picture. So that would that's gonna be super cool that's amazing i mean with the amount of camera equipment you had you probably could have started a side business up on that on that viewpoint did you see the guy I, I, you might have been taking a leak or talking to derek um he was like super interested in what i was doing and there's definitely a language barrier between he and i but he he saw my camera and i was like "Ooh, talking about my my f1 my film yeah and he like he I took pictures of him holding my camera. I don't know if you saw that or I not. saw that. Yeah, he's I think from France, right? I have no idea. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I saw his I, I could see from afar. I was there was no I was, you know, tr trying to take a lead against the highway with cars coming. I was re ready to burst. Um, but I did it for you guys getting up to the viewpoint. Uh, no civilization up there. I remember seeing his face light up. And he was just enamored with your whole setup. You had a big tripod. You had a couple cameras. Derek with his biker shorts with 30 degrees out. Um, so it just the whole thing just made it. Yeah, he was like lit up when he saw my film camera. And he's like, can you take a picture of me holding it? I was like, sure. Like, no one's ever asked me this. But like, yeah, I can do that. And then he looks at him. He goes, no, you did it wrong. I was like, uh, I think I did it right. He goes, no, I want it more over here. And I'm like, well, then you have to move over there. Like, that's how this works. But mm -hmm. yeah, I've never seen somebody be so into one of my cameras. And that was super cool for me, too. Um, but I got some killer shots. Uh, the barge that came through, honestly, was great. I got some with um, a sailboat. But that was that was a crazy experience. And then after that, we went and saw the... Um, was it the Doubt Firehouse? Mm-hmm. And then, and then we saw the Painted Ladies, which I got a really cool picture of. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, we we were talking that the ones that usually you see are tricked up and photoshopped and very 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 acute colors, and this one was very natural. And then in the background, you had the mist coming, th- you know, through the the Transamerica building and the Salesforce tower. So that was very cool. I don't like super edited and done up pictures. My style is very natural and I don't want to say normal, but it is definitely a more of a wow. I could go see it and it look like that type of picture. Um, mm-hmm. I've also never seen one. How I did it where there's the background of San Francisco with the mist and everything. And I definitely took the more normal shot where it's straight on, but then I wanted it some a little bit different. So, but yeah, I'm excited. Those have been turning out really good. Um, I think the only thing we did after that was we went to in and out What's an In-N-Out, uh, which you can give your rundown on. I know there was a, a Culver's comparison. That's kind of your litmus test, right, for the butter burger? Yeah. Um, obviously, we don't have any In-N-Outs here. We have Culver's and stuff like that. Um, it was good. Like, it wasn't... It's not one of those places where I'm like, wow, I need to go again. Obviously, if I'm back by one, I'll go. But it's not like, wow, I'm just itching for an In-N-Out burger. Um, I did like how fresh the veggies and the pickles were, though. Um, yes. I was talking to somebody today. I bit into it and like the lettuce was cold. And I was like, it's it's fresh and it's not like mm-hmm. shredded lettuce. It's like a head of lettuce. The pickles are super thick, too, which I really like. I really like pickles. Um, yeah, it was really good. You and so you did a double double animal style, right? With no onions, no onions. I I forgot to say no tomato because the guy at the drive thru was like grilling me about not having onions. So forgot mm-hmm. about the tomato because he kept saying, "Oh no pickle." I'm like, "No, I want pickles. Give me the pickles." Mm-hmm. Um, it was good though. I'm just not an onion and tomato guy, but. It's definitely in and out is definitely something like you said with Culver's, you can come back to it a couple hours later and it's still good. In and out is like Krispy Kreme. You got to have it off the press. Same with the fries and uh, milkshake if you do that. So um, Derek said that it was he had it in Vegas before, but it wasn't as good as the San Francisco one. Yeah, I've never been to Vegas. Um, it's on my list to do eventually. Um, I think he was saying the one in Vegas that he went to was like right on the strip. So I'm mm-hmm. willing to bet it's just like they're getting it out and they're doing it yeah. quick and it's probably not as good. I was surprised that it was pretty quick at the one we went to. I thought it'd take a little bit longer, but no, we had our stuff like right away. It was, yeah, they, they have a well-oiled machine like Chick-fil-A, like, until that place closes, there's always a line out the door and the drive through and, and even dine in. Um, I mean, it's it's unreal just that. I mean, and even when it opens, like at 1130, people are already lining up. It, it's unreal. Is that the same with Culver's? Is it kind of a cult? I don't think so. Um, yeah. Every once in a while, I'll go and have to sit in line, but like they give you like um like a number to put on your window. If you're going to the drive through and then they just tell you to go pull off, you know, just sit there and hang off for a little bit. And then they bring you your food that's like piping hot. So, um, 
don't think it's quite to that extent. I I feel like In and Out is like you said a cult where it's like people like drive from all over because they've heard of it or um saw it in a movie or something. But yeah, no, it was good. Uh, I like that it was attached to a Krispy Kreme too because we don't have really any of those left here either. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like the burger debate? Because we, we were telling people at the shindig that we went and there's the camp that's I love five guys or I love Shake Shack or I'm just a Big Mac. Just I, I'm still a Big Mac person. Do you feel like yeah. that? What What's the, the ranking for uh, food debates, burgers, hot dogs, pizzas? Do you feel like burgers? Where, where does burgers rank in food debates? I mean, for me, I'm a burger guy. Um, I like a burger. Um, I don't like Derek will go places for like a steak. I, steak doesn't really do anything to me or for me. It To me, it's just a piece of meat. And I know that's going to catch me some flack. I already I can already hear Greg from. Uh, Piner six typing up his messages, um, but I'm just a burger guy. Like there's something simple about it, but you can dress them up. You can dress them down. Um, for me, and it's definitely better than McDonald's. I like it a little bit better than Five Guys as well, just because I feel like Five Guys, I get, I leave, and I don't feel great. You know, kind of bloated. But I would still put Culver's above it, just because it's you. You don't have to eat it right away. You can drive home and know it's going to taste the same. Hmm. I do like Shake Shack though. And, There's one by by where I work, and it's always really good. Yeah, yeah. Shake, it, they're all very good in their own way. It's I I always think like the the rabidness and the vigor of a burger debate is that the same or more than a pizza debate or a hot dog debate or some other you know fill in the blank of another food item. But burgers, I think the the in and out cultness, church and state, you know, West Coast and then the East Coast, I think Shake Shack obviously incubated on the East Coast, but made its way over. And um, I mean, you get it to like Chick-fil-A a little bit as well uh, versus like Popeye's um, and KFC. I don't know if you would if you could even throw KFC into that ring. And then they there's kind good, of a, they have a yeah. good sandwich. Yeah. If you're so for those three, do you guys have Popeyes? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, of they're those, all they're they're all great those, in their own way. Yeah, I really like a Shake Shack's chicken sandwich. Mm-hmm. That one's a little underrated, if you ask me. Everybody talks about um, Popeyes, Chick Fil A, and so on and so forth, but nobody talks about the Shake Shack chicken sandwich. It's got lettuce. It's got pickles. That's like a garlic aioli on it. It's super good. Mm-hmm. The aioli is great. Uh, it's a good juxtaposition with the meat and the bun. If you can get that right, it's it kind of sops it up a little bit. Um, adds some juiciness. The other thing that just came to mind that we talk a lot about you being a big potato guy is the is the French fry debate. Waffle curly you know shoestring and again i think they all have their merit 
but if you're gonna do kind of a last meal on earth one of one of the side dishes is fries what are you thinking so you could throw shoestring fries away i don't think they really belong anywhere mm-hmm. on earth i how come because they're dumb i don't know you could throw them away and i wouldn't miss them um do you but like- let, let me let me defend them there's a, a romantic side to that where you kind of in and out fries have this little bit where you grab a bundle of like six or seven and you kind of shoehorn them in a little bit there's something about i don't know there's something about that where you kind of get you get it like a grease blast mm-hmm. with some flavor mixed in i get like you know if you're gonna eat one or two of those things like like at the bottom, a bottom bucket, and it's just like little crispy pieces. Like the In and Out have this. I, I, yeah, I, I could see how it's just like, yeah, there's nothing, there's no substance here. But again, if there's a full bucket and you're eating one or two, I feel like you're selling yourself short. Yeah, I would so rather get just about anything else than right. You'd rather pack a punch with like a waffle fry or or like a tot or. Right, you probably can't consider those fries, but even just like a like a potato fry or mm-hmm. the steak fries, you know, the thicker ones where it's just like a potato. Yeah. I would rather do something like that. Um, I think crinkle cut fries are underrated. Nobody gives them any love. That's what Culver's has. Mm. I love a good waffle fry though, but then like curly fries are also really good. Mm-hmm. The JoJo potatoes from KFC are good. They're, so the other rub with all that is the heaviness factor. So a Jojo potato from KFC is very heavy. A tot could potentially be very heavy. But while a waffle fry is heavy, it's almost not. It's. I think it's because it, it's. I think it's because you can see through them. That's my theory. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the tic-tac-toe mm-hmm. feature. Yeah, it gives some air, goes down well uh, with, you know, and then um, and then the Wendy's fries with the skin on them. Those are very good dipped in the Frosties. I like those. Now, will you dip the chicken nugget in the Frosty, too? No. OK, I don't, I don't dip anything in the Frosty in the Frosty. Mm. I just it, I don't I'm not about that. It's a standalone. Yeah. I get it, but yeah, it's not, it's just not for me. That's all. That's all. I'm not mm-hmm. wrong with it. I definitely understand the sweet and salty and everything, but no, I'd rather just have a frosty or a fry or a chicken nugget or whatever. I I love your food separation. You got a big big ass Taco Bell box earlier before the pod, and we were talking about the the dipping of the tacos and the nacho cheese. Is there ever an occasion other than a chip where you would dip? you know, a larger mass of food and any, any sort of sauce. I like to dip uh, burgers and ketchup. I, some I've always done. It's just like dunk it. Um, so I, this will kind of get us back on track, but at a uh, half moon Bay, I had a, I had a breakfast burrito mm-hmm. and super good. I don't know if you've ever been there and had their breakfast burrito. It's very good. And I had the salsa on the side and Brendan kind of looked at me funny. He was like, why'd you get on the side? I was like, cause then I could take my burrito and dunk it into the salsa. And he goes, but what here, if it's, 
he goes, well, if it's perfectly evenly spread out, I'm like, I'm not taking that risk. I still want to dunk it. Here, here's my biggest gripe with something like that. I'm with you, the, you know, the burger and the, and the ketchup or the breakfast burrito and the sauce. I feel like more times than not, the, the casing of the sauce was not big enough where, you know, you're dipping it and then the food gets in and, you know, you know, burger chunks or, uh, egg or, or, or pieces of bacon get in there which is great because you can kind of sop them up, but it's the delivery of it. And also you're golfing. So it it's, and even when you're sitting down at a table, it's just the, the vehicle of which is delivered. I think there's, there's, a, there's a business there to keep, you know, keep the contents in, you know, a burger between the patty and a tortilla for the breakfast burrito, but also you can have your cake and eat it too sauce wise. Yeah, I don't know how I ate that thing golfing and didn't make a mess. Um, but it was super good. What's funny is when I sat down and ate after the shindig, um, you, you can find pictures of me like Ralph and uh, Raul. There's definitely food on my sweatshirt and I'm still trying to get it off. Um, so apparently I can't eat at tables, but I can eat perfectly fine in a golf cart. Well, I think if you can do that, it's kind of your oyster beyond that. But the moon, the food at the moon. So we actually, we had our first Odin day at the moon when we first started uh, at the ocean course, uh, 16 people. And um, so we, we yeah, the place is just unreal. It's a bucket list course. The food's great. Uh, obviously, it's a Ritz, so they they keep it on the higher end. Um, how would you rate that breakfast burrito to some of the other places you've been to? I don't think I've ever had a breakfast burrito on a golf course. So right now it's it's the standard in terms mm-hmm. of just overall breakfast burritos. It's it's up there. I mean, it needed a little salt, but I mean, I feel like I think they made it fresh. Um, mm-hmm. It had hash browns, eggs, cheese. And then sausage. And then I had the salsa mm-hmm. on the side just so I could dip it. Um mm-hmm. It was like really warm. I had to wait for it to cool down a little bit, but it was really good. Like I was, you know, for the price, I was like, God, this thing better not suck. But then after his first couple of bites, I was like, this is like a bargain. Like it was super good. Was that salsa on the chunkier side? No, it was smooth. It was a smooth one. See that I think smooth is smooth is is a is a must for a breakfast burrito because you already have the chunkiness factor and you mm-hmm. need the smoothness to kind of to, to seep through all the contents. So you get the stuff on top with the bite and then the, the flavor profile starts to develop as the salsa goes through. What's funny is in the uh, burrito, they also give you I don't know if they did it for Brendan, but for me. They gave me a little tapatio packets. Mm, so I, mm-hmm. I threw them in my jacket pocket. I'll think about it. So when I was un- taking all of my stuff out of my travel bag, I reached in the jacket and there were tapatio packets. So that'll be a fun little snack later with breakfast burrito or a hash or whatever. Yeah. Good thing they didn't open up though. Yeah. That would have been bad. But at least they were like inside of the jacket pocket. Mm hmm. Well, if you're going to have that in the toolkit, I think Tapatio 
is so I think you probably remember. So uh, Ice, Patricia Callahan, another shout out. She did Tapatio packets for one of the Odin days. And you ended up with a bag of those, correct? Yeah, you, I think you I sent did, me a I, bag. Then I, then I sent you a bag. Yeah, yeah, you sent me a bag with the um, with the ball holder prototype thingies that you sent out to some people. Um, yes. I was going to share them with Derek, but I was like, no. So I threw them all in my fridge. As I needed them, I, I had them. I think Ice and, and her mom, Jean, went to Costco. And I I think I still have some in my house somewhere, probably like caked and and some like bowel of the house. But um, it's there. It's just. It keep them in the golf bag and, you know, for a breakfast burrito, I, I don't know what else you would use them for. I guess, you know, Big Nelson tacos at the turn as that starts to start to grow. Um, yeah, it's 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 great. I I. I've always wondered, though, Tabasco has taken a big backseat. I don't like Tabasco. Okay. It's the I just don't like the taste of it. It's not that it's too hot or it's not hot enough. I just don't like I just don't like it. Like, it, I don't I, I can't put my finger on it. I just I'm, I don't like it. And I think it's because it's a pepper sauce versus a hot sauce. Mm hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't like it as much. I'll go out of my way to get actually on Amazon. I got two big things at Tapatio. I mean, you're, you're set for a while. Yeah. Like a week. Yeah. Will you do things like Sriracha or Frank's? Yes. To both. Yeah. yeah. Different foods, of course, but you know, for different foods. Um, I remember. Uh, in Berlin, we we couldn't get Frank's hot sauce for a while. Big Phil does a mean uh, wing. We used to do wing nights, and I think we used to have to order them in the UK, or you could order them on US Amazon. I think now they sell them in stores in Germany because I think people put up a, a big fight and stink about it. Uh, but Frank's is just down and dirty, just a great wing sauce. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, we'll do um, Frank's Buffalo is really good. Mm -hmm. um, or oh, I can't think of it. There's another Buffalo sauce we'll use. And they also make barbecue sauce. And I, I can't think of it. Um, but yeah, we'll use Buffalo uh, Corn, the band with the K. Uh, they have mm -hmm. their own hot sauce and that's really good. You show me a hot sauce store that you did. It must have been six months ago, and there was there was one that you that you sent to to Big Phil and I. I forget the name. It was um, I, I want to say like a heavy metal sauce. It was that's the corn. Yeah, that's the corn one. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's literally good on anything. Which makes sense. I've put it on everything. It's been really good. It's not spicy and it's not hot, but it just has a really good taste. Hmm. Because you've had, you were telling me you've had some where it's sometimes overpowering where you, you lose sight of the food. 
Yeah, I don't like when it's just hot. Like, make it taste good, you know? Uh, I still want to enjoy my experience with it. Um, I had... I can't remember what it's called, but it's like the... Oh, it's the last dab, if you were familiar with um, Hot Ones at all. And... It didn't taste good and it just burned my mouth. And it's like, why do people do this? And it's still sitting in the fridge. I should have brought some. Mm-hmm. I should have brought it and have you just like fry your taste buds. Probably could have used a bit of a kick in the pants through all the shindig planning. Especially in that by morning. Way, did you... Oh, I know. Yeah, we were running on adrenaline. Did by the way, I did you guys have Mexican food when you were here? No, I had Taco Bell and that was it. Okay. We were going to do a couple local taquerias, I think, and we just couldn't make it happen, I think. Yeah, and I know when it was after I had Humbe, they were like, oh, let's go eat. And I'm like, I I need a nap. (laughs) And went back to the Airbnb, like, oh, Dom, you're awake. We can go eat. And I was like, no, I'm going to go take a nap. Mm -hmm. I I think they thought I was kidding. Until I literally went and lay down on my bed and shut my door and took a nap. They all left. And I think they went to Famous Dave's. And mm. I was like, I just, I, I needed a nap. So if I was awake, I probably would have fought for some kind of taqueria or taco or something. But no, I'm like, I just need a nap. Whoever put Derek in charge of making an 810 tea time and it taken him like an hour to get there should not have left Derek in charge for that because I was not a very happy camper. On the bright side, literally, you guys had an unreal day there weather-wise because it can get very foggy over at the moon. The morning started off kind of foggy and it the sun did come out and it just kind of burned everything away. And Then it was just really nice. Um... I don't think I ever took my hoodie off either, which was kind of nice to just kind of play golf like that. Um, but yeah, playing with Beard, he kept trying to tell me to hit it in certain places and then he would hit it there and it'd be a bad spot. So I quit listening to him. Um, <laughs> and then I also learned that I hate the duffing up Odin balls. No offense. Every time I hit them, they would shank. So I am not touching those things again. What did Brendan say? He said he agreed with me and he said I should not touch them again. And I said, I will gladly stop playing them. Did you give him the rest of them or? No, he I offered and he said, no, they're not lucky. He said, and I said, that's fair. But as soon as I would play like a sucker pinball or a safe par ball or just a regular Odin ball. I was fine. So there's some kind of bad juju with the. Uh, with the uh, the Duffin up balls. What's the mascot? Dougal? Yeah, Dougal. Also, you hit Dougal twice and he's gone. So I don't know if it's a weird thing with the paint or all the different colors. But yeah, Dougal was like shredded off the balls. Not a happy camper, Dougal. No, I I hit him pretty hard. Yeah. Yeah, he got smacked around a little bit. Poor guy. Yeah, there's definitely some donations out there with Dougal on them. Well, love the marketing material. You're welcome. Thank you. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> the, one of the perks of the shindig. Everyone's just emptying their bags out with Odin darts. Yeah, that was super cool to see on the courses because I think towards the end of it, um, 
people quit picking up their balls. So I drove by one. I'm like, oh, there's an Odin ball. I'm like, what are the odds of that? And then I was like, oh, wait, the odds are pretty high of that today. But I, I found one that was pretty cool. I did see that. Uh, I, I guess it makes sense for a scramble for pace of play that people are just, you know, if it's if it's out there, I'm not I'm not going to go spend time looking for it. Yeah, um, we should probably talk about the shindig because I feel like we've talked about everything other than the shindig. Um, it was pretty good. Like, obviously, there are things that looking back at it now, you know, probably not so good. But everybody had a great time. It was literally a vibe seeing everybody smile and have fun. I mean, I met Daniel Alvarez who we've chit-chat on Instagram for a long time now. That was super cool. Um, the Golferos were there. Uh, Nelson came up and gave me a hug. It, all of these people I've been talking to for such a long time, and to meet them in person was like an out-of-body experience for a little bit. Yeah, we met Wheels. That was probably my favorite part. Everyone's like, I think it was probably weird. He's like, hey. And then we heard a whistle and he goes, he's here. And I was like, what the hell is going on? Like, is there royalty? And he goes, wheels and wheels is just waving. I was like, what is going on? It was a love fest for sure. Yeah, no, that that was the moment that stuck out to me because I was like, why is everybody stopping? And then I just hear wheels. And I was like, what in the world is going on? Does that happen every time? It does. Yeah. Gare, Gare wheels shout out from sucker pen society with beard. Uh, we, it's like, it's magical when, when he arrives and it's, it's, it's a very rare occasion. He's has a full plate with, with kids and work. Mm -hmm. And, uh, so we're always excited when he's out and it's just the whole, the whole group coming together. I think the, the vibe we like to put out is, obviously come one come all from a, a you know brand standpoint but just this is just it should be like a fun like long lost brother cousin kind of vibe you come in and you know you you're you're hugging you're having a couple pops you know you're golfing golfing on our terms of course like yeah you know, you know that that's a big thing but it was i think everyone was just chomping at the bit and and i think the you know the people you guys and the many others that traveled in there's the excitement and then the, the local crew having all of you guys come in was incredible so and then breaking bread after it off the rails which was cool with with, with the pops and and the grub which was great so but you're right you know with with these things i mean if you talk to anyone again call back to a wedding planner or you know a concert venue you know a, a band manager there's always stuff behind the scenes that you we as hosts see and experience that didn't go great but everyone else externally you know loved it and it was you know it, it checked boxes for everyone and everyone can't wait till the next one. So there's, you know, there's for sure tons of things that we can improve on or, you know, things that didn't work well with the course or, or whatever, you know, what the thing is, but all in all for first out of the gate shindig, I think it was, everyone was just through the roof. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I was lucky enough 
I don't want to say I was lucky enough, but I did get to play five, the last five holes with um, Beard, Ice, and Juju because unfortunately Wheels had to dip because like you said, he's got a full play. He's got two kids. I totally understood. Um, it was... I don't know how to describe the five holes because it one, it took forever. Two, I don't think I've ever had so much fun playing five holes of golf in my life. Um, I've, obviously, whenever I'd roll up on somebody, they'd kind of figure out who I was. Like I was a host and everything. Um, especially since it looked weird because I didn't have my own clubs. So I was playing beards and beards are all bent and everything. And it, it was weird. Um but everybody was so welcoming and accommodating. Um, one of the holes, there was a big long line for it. And it was super funny. So we're all just kind of mingling amongst each other. Somewhere along the lines, I was given a modello, as probably by Brendan. And mm-hmm. I'm talking to somebody and I hear a couple of carts back. It's the golfero. They're like, Dom. I was like, like who's like, who is that? And then I I, I wave at them. They're like, You're drinking a modello? I was like, Yeah. I am. They go, you come to the carne asada cookout? And I was like, am I invited? And they go, absolutely. And I was like, let's Incredible. go. So it's yeah. one of those things where it's just like the camaraderie was there. Just lots of little moments like that, that were just like, you wouldn't get at a normal course playing a normal event, you know? Um, yeah. Also, yeah. I mean, I was going to say that, you couldn't have picked a better group to pay five holes with. I, I if I'm going to choose a group, like we, we obviously we love everyone, but the the Juju Ice Beard combo with Gareth thrown in when, when he's available, mm-hmm. uh, it just it hit, hits different. It's uh, just a, a magical group of people, and also it, yeah, we it's just no frills don't take things too seriously play some great golf uh, which you guys did it sounds like you kind of came out of the gate with a couple pars which is great yeah um but yeah that group was good i mm-hmm. think another group that if given the chance i would like to have played with like the golferos oh um, yeah i think that group was super fun to watch them and then um the group that uh, Eric the hopped on was in. Oh yeah. Oh, another, another amazing one. It's it. I mean, any, so any group. Oh man. Any group. Yeah. It's, it's it just the, the, the crew that came together. It was, it couldn't have been better. Really. It was, it was, was amazing. The, it, yeah. It was the crew with the Yeti on the top of their cart. Oh, that, that's another one. Uh, Big Paul Hill splash birdies crew from SoCal um just I, I i i they 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 just they're in a league of their own unreal with the yeti on the roof i don't know how they pulled that off cuz sometimes a lot of courses yeti too that's a big yeti a lot of courses are are pretty strict about that stuff and but yeah big paul just incredible crew and they that's what we wanted. We wanted people to come in and just vibe, have fun, play some great, great fun golf. But um, I think he, I didn't have any, but I saw some reels after. I think he had like specific golf beer. I need to, oh. we need to ask him where it said like golf beer on it. And um, just uh, characters, just, just a great crew. Yeah. That one was super fun. 
Um, there are lots of personalities out there. Obviously, we had the group with Thick, Louis, mm-hmm. Kevin, and then Louis' dad. Yes, um, that one probably a riot as well. Oh but, man, yeah. I mean, obviously playing with Ice for a little bit and Juju and Beard was it was such a fun experience. Um, and then to cap it off in the last hole we played, I believe it was hole two. We took my drive. Mm-hmm. I was like, I contributed, took five holes, but I did it. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, I don't think they ended with like a great score. I think they were like two under or something, but. Mm-hmm. it was just a blast and you could tell they had like genuinely a good time which is what it's all about mm-hmm. and we should say the winning score was 13 under and then second place 12 there were i think one or two 11s there were a bunch of 10s mm-hmm. so it was it was very neck and neck i'd say it was the most lighthearted competitive thing I've ever seen mm-hmm. because I don't, I don't really feel like anybody would have been upset if they won or lost. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was a blast. I wish I could have played a little bit more, but I was happy just to be able to help throw an event that brought so many people together from all around the, the country and um, stuff like that. And got to meet a lot of great people and, make connections um it's really all what it's all about and the latest thing if you if you head to the save par profile juju the putting contest winner how about that huh juju yeah i mean i think juju's like i don't know how to describe juju like if i had to describe her i don't think i could and that is not in like a mean way i like from the bottom of my heart I don't think I could. Um, she's just like a magical human being. Um, mm-hmm. She actually made me cry. <laughs> mm. I didn't tell anybody that, but um, she sent me a message. I'm like, oh, I'm going to miss you guys. And she's like, Dom, you will be so missed. We loved having you. And I was like, don't do that because I'm not going to leave. Um, mm. It made me cry a little bit. I'm getting a little teary eyed now. Mm-hmm. Um, that video is I mean, you could tell just how excited she was to drain that. The first, the first putt she had was pretty close. Like I was like, okay, like watching it. Obviously, you can see me in the background not paying attention. I think Brendan and I were talking about something. I don't know. Um, and then you see Devin kind of give her a little bit of a read, like, "Hey, aim here." And to give credit to Juju, she did it. She aimed exactly where mm. he told her to aim, and the putt dropped lights out oh just a ringer i always Mm -hmm. i told that group i'm like she's your ringer you don't know it yet but she's your ringer Mm -hmm. yeah it was uh, we we probably watched it over 20 times if you're listening or watching this like go to the save par profile uh as Derek, what did Derek call it the greatest show on grass Something like that. I don't think we can call it the greatest show on turf. We might get it with some kind of copyright strike from the Rams. Okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's it has almost 34,000 views. So, and then obviously to for the putting contest, we gave away a, a Wilson driver courtesy of Wilson. So shout out Wilson. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're gonna listen, but shout out Wilson. They gave they sent us um I believe two fairway woods and then the new Dyna power driver, which looked real mean. It looked really good. Um, and then if you sunk the putt, your name would be 
entered to win the driver, basically. I don't know who else sunk it, because I think after she did it, I think people caught on and a couple others drained it as well. We ended up picking Juju's name out of the bucket. And Juju won the driver. She's like, I don't need a driver. She gave it to Luke from Backblast, so Luke can give it to his dad. And that was one of the best moments of the shindig. Mm -hmm. Um, To me, that's better than winning or watching the winning team celebrate. Watching the expression Luke got from that and Luke Mm -hmm. saying, no, no, no. And Juju saying, yes, take this. Mm -hmm. Not only that, but then Luke hit an absolute just like piss missile of a drive to Mm -hmm. celebrate. Like that man is Mm -hmm. huge. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I mean that's probably the best part. It was it just an incredible finish, and then obviously we went to off the rails after, which was great, and and they were very hospitable, and mm-hmm. they brewed their own beer, and the food was great. You had you think you and I had burgers, right? I had a burger. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I weirdly enough, I didn't have a beer. Which, looking back, I probably should have. Um, but the burger was good. It was very well made and put together. Somehow, some way, I didn't take my debit card back. So the guy came over. He goes, here, take this. And I was like, I don't want it. He goes, it's your card. And I was like, oh, I definitely want that. <laughs> um, yeah, it was super good. Seeing everybody and just being able to chat more about it. And it definitely we talked more about like personal lives at Off the Rails, which is super cool. So... That was super fun. Um, the food is really good. Yeah, food's great. And looking ahead a little bit, you know, we put a we all put a story out today and and yesterday around you know where should we hold the next shindig? We got some pretty cool ideas. So if it were up to me, and it's not up to me because this is definitely a team effort. I want to go to Oregon. That has been my vote for a long time. I think Oregon, it's definitely not an untapped treasure, but it is something that I think a lot of people are looking for an excuse to go to. So why why not make us that excuse? Um, Arizona would be cool as well, but I think I don't really want to plan anything for Arizona anymore after the frustration that we had with this go-around. But definitely... Would love to go to the Pacific Northwest and just see all the sites. Um, Portland would be cool. See, uh, Seattle and Washington would be cool too. Otherwise, let's bring it home. Let's bring it to Minnesota. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, that's my home and Derek's home. Not your home, but we can make it your home. It. It. I mean, the, the amount of times we talk about it, the food, the nature, the quality of life. It. It. I mean, we were talking with Beard. We were there. I think we're it, it's on the list. There's a lot of hidden little gems for courses out here. Uh, the weather is beautiful this time of year. It was like 88 and sunny today. It, I I mean, I told you when we got on, or we had like a half hour conversation before we even started the pod. It was warmer here than it was where you are. So mm-hmm. it's definitely a little hidden gem i think it's a little bit harder to get people to minnesota at this point Mm -hmm. so if we want to take it to somewhere more popular i'm not saying we have to like go like bandon or anything but why not make Mm -hmm. some kind of cool destination again or like i said right you know right before we left cancun like 
somewhere kind of crazy, but that might be like a five or 10 year thing. The 10 year anniversary, we could do it. I'm down for Cancun. That'd be pretty sweet. That'd be pretty cool. Or we just do it in Germany. Germany, Ireland, Scotland, do do a big over the pond, Steve's. Italy would be cool. Yeah, that would be pretty sweet. I, never I, I yeah, I, I'm with you. It would be cool. Obviously, there are destination places like AZ and you know California, NorCal, SoCal. I think given kind of the the vibe of like getting everyone together for you know not only the golf but other stuff. That's one of the reasons why I liked it about for with you and Derek always wanting to go to San Francisco and NorCal and excuse to do that, not only for, for the tournament, but check some other boxes too. And I, and I, I'm with you. I think like I'm for me personally, growing up in Northern California, I've, I have not been up there and I, I feel terrible that it's so close and, you know, it's a short plane ride, but it's an excuse to go explore, you know, a new place, but also combine it, you know, with, with a great crew and, and some golf. Right. Right. And I remember you were like, yeah, I've never, you've never been to Alcatraz. And then you went to Alcatraz. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, how have you never, like, dude, you're right there. Um, I know. But yeah, it's like, I've always wanted to see Oregon and Washington. I've heard it's always been beautiful. Um, that's why when we were like, hey, let's move it away from Arizona, I was like, well, why don't we put it somewhere in California? Never been there. I've always wanted to go to California. Um, had a blast. We'll definitely be back. And Juju said I can sleep at their house. So, yeah, you'll find me there. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, why not keep crossing off little bucket list places to throw these at least for now until we run out of places? Um, I know personally, I want to see every baseball stadium. I want to see a game at every stadium. So mm-hmm. I'm very thankful I could cross off Oracle, do see mm-hmm. Giants game, beautiful day. Yes, if we do a Seattle, I can see a Mariners game. Um, yeah. But I will sacrifice baseball if it means we can go to like Portland or just somewhere stunning. Mm-hmm. Like Bend or yeah. Bend would be cool. Yeah. Well, I mean, the 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 call to action here really is to send us ideas. I mean, we we did a couple stories today, but if people have ideas and and by the way, yeah, you know, everyone's welcome. I mean, the other cool thing we do is we just open up the signups and oh, you know yeah. the, uh, this one i think sold out very quickly in you know less than an hour but we want everyone to be involved and the other cool thing too with you we did with this is we were able to add on a couple extra groups last minute and you know we build in the flexibility to be able to do that so if people have ideas on places um or even in oregon like recommendations if you're listening um yeah, we're 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 all ears. We're we're gonna start the planning phase for next year. This is us asking Jeff without saying we're asking Jeff from Chasing Aces. Right. Jeff, if Big you have Jeff. any recommendations, let us know. Um, if you live in Oregon, let us know. I don't know if Gigi listens, but Gigi, if you have a recommendation, let me know. Um, you know my messages. Just shoot me one. Um yeah somewhere like that i think would be unreal you know where it's completely different nobody's been to um it would also present some kind of cool new challenges that we didn't really have to think about you know like 
the big perk to this one is, oh man, we got all these prizes. Ship them right to Jordan. Easy. This one, it's like, well, what are we going to do? So that could be a cool kind of solution-based challenge that we could have to come up with. But is it too early to start planning the next one? Or would that be crazy? I think... No, I think I think we're I mean, it took us we did have a couple hurdles to get over, but it took us 10 months to plan this. We were even joking. Before you guys left, we were like, oh, well, maybe we do one in the fall this year. Theoretically, <laughs> we could easily spin one out. I mean, they're 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 a lot of work, but they're, it's not rocket science. It's just a lot of nuances and details. But yeah, I, I think we start putting the feelers out there. We start incubating stuff. and. Now that we kind of have this thing cooking, I think there's a lot of cool stuff we can do for the next one for sure. Yeah. I mean, maybe we'll be crazy and take it to like Canada or something. Or I don't know if that's crazy, but like eh, Canada's kind of well, quirky. Well, you know, no idea is too wild in our book. No, and that's scary. I, I'm actually surprised. <laughs> I, I'm I'm happy I, that there were uh, everyone came out alive relatively unscathed. I think through the shindig. Yeah, I'm surprised no golf carts were hurt, nobody crashed, uh, especially with all the pops that were consumed, all the darts. And there was a bunch all. left too. Didn't Brendan leave like a thirty banger of Modelo's at the Airbnb? Yeah, I, <laughs> we had to message the. Uh, the homeowners were like, Hey, there is a ton of stuff in your fridge and it's all alcohol. <laughs> like what'd they say? <laughs> I I don't know. Derek did it. Um, okay. There are like cans of Ving, um, a full, full banger of Modelo. There are like four or five Corona's left. Um, like a whole thing of whatever IPA Derek bought, and then a ton of Costco seltzers that Luke had bought. Um, yeah, it, honestly, it probably it, it probably seemed like a frat house, but they left us a review and said that it was clean and gave us five stars and said that they'd happily rent to us again. So nobody was hurt, nobody was injured, and nobody died. Amazing. By the way, you first time trying the Vings. How did you like them? Uh, if I'm being honest, I didn't really like them. I'm not a huge vodka guy, and the vodka really came through on those. Um, I can see how people will like them, though. I I brought a I smuggled a couple home uh, for mm. my mom to try. I was able to wrap them up in some shirts in my bag mm-hmm. and kind of just tuck them in there to protect them. So I think she's excited to try them. I don't know if she has yet. Um, now that school's out for teachers, she might be a little more willing to let loose, but. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I'll I'll see when she tries them, and I'll give you feedback that way. But I'm just happy that Bridget was able to send us stuff to give out to people and try. Yes. Yeah. Bridget and and Ving Vodka is amazing. Um. And they, I think they have a new new can coming out soon. So, um. Yeah, we're excited about that. We'll see how Jack Wellen likes it. Jake Wellen. Jake Wellen. <laughs> It's so my, it's funny because she's a teacher and she uh-huh. loves that key and peel skit. She loves the substitute names and everything. She loves uh-huh. it. I've heard yeah. her crack up to a couple of times watching it and it's it's funny. 
Are they still doing because can I mean they're obviously you know direct you know horror movies and doing other stuff. That is um, just um that's just Jordan Peele. Yeah, Jordan Peele, and then um he's married to um I didn't know this, but he's married to a Chelsea Peretti who yes, was on yes, 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 yeah. He's hilarious. Oh man, so good. So they have so many good sketches. Have you seen the one with the hat where they keep outdoing each other with the hat? I don't think I've seen that one. So there's one where one of them goes, Sup, and they got the hat with the stickers on it. And then the next one outdoes it with like the tag on it. And then the next one, they have like the bag still on the hat, like the shopping bag. And then I think the final <laughs> one is like a big like hat rack, like display, like from lids. <laughs> That's fun. It's heightened as it, it gets oh, more I, and more I, extreme. Yeah, I'll, I'll have to watch that. Yeah, I, I can. I'm chuckling thinking about it. I can imagine. Yeah, I'll I'll find it for you. It, yeah, send me the very clever. Yeah, it's one I I kind of recently found, and I was like, that's pretty good. I gotta check that out. But uh, well, it's uh, well, Dom Dom. This is it's been unreal planning with you guys. Uh, incredible, and like I told you, we we're gonna miss bombing it around with you around the Bay Area. Yeah, no, the baby. Surreal. I mean, it was so much fun. There was so much love. Um, it honestly felt like I was just going home, which was weird because I'll never leave Minnesota. I love it. Mm-hmm. But I felt like I, I knew everybody, you know, and I think the person I know the least is Patricia. And it was still just like an immediate just, hey, how are you? Big hug. Um, just nothing but love from everybody. So it was super fun. It's an amazing group of people, and we're just incredibly grateful for everyone that we're able to put it together. And I, we're just, it, it's nothing but exciting things ahead, I'd say. Especially from all the sponsors who uh, mm-hmm. donated, or even just the brands that donated. Like we had a couple belts sent from Next Belts. Uh, and that was just because I had one and I really liked it, and they have a great product. Um, Sunday sent two bags. Mm-hmm. Uh, man, there's too many to name. Uh, Jeff sent out a goodie package. Um, the big joke uh, it sounds like people loved their mm-hmm. uh, the wine their and place, the big choke hat. Yeah, yeah, amazing. Yeah. I mean, awesome experience for everybody who came out and everybody who donated. Cannot thank you enough. Um, it's just a great experience that I can't describe. Yes, just Unreal checked all the boxes and pumped for the next one. And again, if anyone has ideas or wants to be a part of it, hit us up. And obviously you can see all the recap reels and go see Juju on with the putts, man. Real, as we say. Uh, and um, yeah, just was, I'm excited, man. This is this is great. It was definitely worth screwing up my sleep schedule for because I've still not recovered. Um, we're doing it a little bit of a different time. It's almost 11 o'clock here, and I, I don't know what's going on with me. I'm still probably on California time. Well, we we wish wish you were on California time and out here. <laughs> well, no, you're leaving, so I'm leaving. I'm going back to Berlin and uh, cringy but sexy. Yeah, it'll be fun, but it'll it it's like a completely different city in the summer. So everyone's chopping at the bit after the winter, and it's it's going to be good. So, 
but sure uh, yeah, excited. Yeah, Big Phil, and uh, it's you know, we'll get a couple wing nights in over there, but yeah, it's it's great. Uh, I'm, I'm pumped for for you and Derek, and it's just it's it's great stuff ahead. And thank you again for everything. Oh, for sure. Thank you for helping us plan and kind of navigate this. You got it. It's it's uh, I'm I'm excited about the 10 year Cancun one. <laughs> that's our north. That's our north star, Dom Dom. Cancun. I mean, we, I've never we, been we, there, we, but I'll go. Yeah, we'll we'll go. Uh, we'll, we'll, something ambitious like that. Yeah, maybe not Cancun, but like, what would be golf's Cancun? We'll have to find out and think about it. Hawaii would be great. Whoa. It's a little hard to get to for these. Well, it's not hard to get to just a long trip for the East Coasters. And even you, you guys, too. Yeah, we'd probably have to have a layover at LAX and then zip on over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would that would be probably a, a 10 to 12 hour door to door, right? Probably. I won't be super thrilled, but dude, it's Hawaii. I'm down. Yeah. But uh, yeah, there's there's so many places. If people have wild ideas, send send them our way. And like Jordan just said, no idea is too wild. Damn straight. Just not Wisconsin. We're not doing Wisconsin. We could throw it on the road map. No. No, we don't do Wisconsin. That's not a Minnesota thing. All right, we'll we'll scrap it then. <laughs> maybe, maybe if the vibes guys come out, we'll do Wisconsin. Oh yeah, yeah, that'd be that'd be sweet. Yeah, well, there's 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 too many to count, but stay tuned on the next one. We'll probably aim you know spring, early summer. So just mm-hmm. keep your eyes peeled. And as for the podcast, we're going to get back to our normal. Uh, week here pretty soon. I have a couple of guests lined up, but I do need to find more. So if anybody's interested. Let me know. Um, I've been doing all the scheduling lately. I only have two guests scheduled for the rest of the year, which is not good. So feel free to reach out. Um, I'll reach out to whoever as well. But yeah, looking forward to getting back in the swing of things here on the pod. Um, obviously, I'm going to miss Jordan. Berlin time's a little different than, you know, just two hours difference. But yeah, great week. Could not have asked for anything better. Um, excited for the next one. And I think that's where we're going to leave it. All right, Dom Domson, real man. Yeah, it's nice to see you again. Like I know we just saw each other, but it's a long day of travel, a long couple of days at work. It's felt like a lifetime, but long time, no see. Next time we'll get a challenger. God. <laughs> I'm happy to ride in the trunk. I, you know, we, we got to, I know Big Derek was was excited about that. He offered you know a, a, an eight hour Southwest flight with with a, a not so comfortable seat. I think he was excited about that bombing it, it was, around Highway One. Yeah, it was not eight hours. Don't put that out there. <laughs> <laughs> it, it felt like eight hours. Oh yeah, yeah. I, every flight does. Yeah, yeah, it sure does. But uh, thanks again, man. Uh, this is this is fun, and uh, thank you to everyone who showed up at the Shindig and you know supported the cause, and can't wait to 
break bread and have a couple pops next year. Well, we'll do it again. Bigger and better. Hell yeah. Hell yeah.